When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, y'all? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast. I'm Justin Michael. Been a couple of days since we recorded now. I had a lot of fun going through the top 10 quarterbacks in Mountain West history. If you missed that one, go back and check it out. But it's been a pretty crazy week in sports. There's been a lot happening all across the board. I mean, Messi's going to Miami. The Lib PGA stuff, which I'll briefly talk about later on. We're going to get into the college football video game controversy. There's just a lot going on right now, including in the world of CSU athletics, actually, the Rams CSU football, I should say, make it more clear. They picked up a big time commitment today, actually got a quarterback commitment for the 2024 class at a Long Beach in California. I guess I'll let him announce it at this point. You guys can probably put the clues together based on what I've said, based on what the coaches have tweeted. I might have to reevaluate some of of how I do this just because if they're going to give out all the hints I might as well just go for it I guess I don't know I'm just trying to be respectful through the entire process let these kids have their moment but keep an eye out I expect that announcement sometime on Friday like I said though on this one we are going to talk about the college football video game controversy there's some talk about the players holding out based on compensation we'll get into all that I'll talk about Caleb Martin and you know, kind of some parallels we could pull with the Isaiah Stevens situation, Caleb Martin, an undrafted player, now all of a sudden starring in the NBA Finals. Everybody's path is unique, and I still think with how skilled and how intelligent Isaiah is, there is a possibility for him to make it to the league. We'll also go through some of the great CSU two-man combos of all time. That was inspired by Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic both dropping a triple-double in the Finals. Just absurd. Insane. Can you guys, I mean, just insane. Really briefly, though, I am going to just talk about this live PGA situation. I do want to make it clear I'm not an expert, but I am a big golf fan. So I guess from that standpoint, I'm excited to have the possibility of having all the best players on the same tour again. Clearly, Brooks Kepka is one of the top five golfers in the world. Clearly, Cam Smith, one of the most skilled golfers. I'd want to see all these guys compete against each other, and that's what bummed me out in the first place about when they split. I didn't fault the golfers that took the money. I mean, they were throwing the bag at them, and it's an opportunity to make way more money up front, to play less. That makes sense. Who wouldn't do that, take all the the money to work less? But obviously, being backed by the Saudi fund made everything complicated. I'm not even going to touch that. Other than the fact that I'll say, really, my big conclusion from this whole thing is that the dude running the PGA, Jay Monahan, 
he looks like an ass. First of all, this dude preached loyalty and used Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy to go out there and basically be the the face of his his argument against the Live Tour and talked about how if you were a patriot, you could never be associated with them. And then what does this guy do? He goes around and, and does the exact same thing. And I guarantee you, he got a piece of the pie. Just what a slimy, hypocritical rat he proved to be. I hope the players run him out of the industry. I really do. But I'm not going to ramble on. I know that you guys don't listen to the Rams pod for my golf takes. It is the off season, so we're a little bit stretched thin. I was thinking to myself, though, is there a modern sports comparison? Because I do think the closest sports comparison would be if the USFL in the 80s, the original USFL, had gained more traction consistently. I know they had some moments, but if they had actually pushed the NFL to a point where it was a true competition, that would probably be the the closest thing. As far as a modern comparison, I guess it's somewhat similar to what the Big Ten and SEC are doing, just in the sense that they're looking at what's best for them individually in in chasing the bag, and they don't care that they're abandoning all the history of the sport that the fans love in the first place. People don't love college football because it's the cleanest or purest form of the sport that you could watch. That's the NFL. The NFL is always going to have a better product in that sense. It's everything else that goes along with college football, the traditions, the rivalry, the history, the passion. And I think with golf, a lot of the allure, a lot of the appeal with the sport is somewhat similar. It's the history, it's the traditions, it's Tiger Woods did this and Jack Nicholas did this and the majors and the big time courses that we're all used to seeing, Augusta National and stuff like that, Torrey Pines. So when these big time golfers were abandoning what we knew to go play in a tour with no history, and frankly, it was a terrible product, it never generated any type of audience. But I guess in the end, it's just proof that if you have enough money, you can pretty much do whatever you want. And I know that's not the most optimistic way to end this, but I do think it is a harsh reality. I suppose the silver lining of it all, like I said at the beginning, is just that at least in theory, we have an opportunity now for the best golfers to all be competing on the same tour again. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about Caleb Martin, former Nevada star, now starring in the NBA Finals with the Heat. Maybe starring is a little bit exaggerated. He has had a great playoff run, though, especially the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll talk about why basketball enthusiasts should absolutely love this series, just from the different styles of play, great coaching, great high-quality stars that are unselfish. And then we'll have some fun going through some of the best two-man combos in CSU sports history. Finally, we'll wrap up with some thoughts on the college football video game controversy. But before we dive into all that, take on the sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all either. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they're going to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You have all the confidence in the world when you shop with Shady Rays because their team has your back along after you purchase. 
You can shop the entire collection at the brand new location in the Park Meadows Mall, full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. Again, if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code DNVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Also, I want to shout out the homies over at Saturday Neon. Saturday Neon is a local company started by two friends, former college roommates. They are Denver-based, and they make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. We have an epic, and I mean epic, CSU sign in the DMVR bar. We have one for the bus, too, but we don't need to focus in on that. Saturday Neon signs are made with high-quality materials that are backed by a two-year warranty. They're shipped with everything you need to mount, power, and dim, so every sign is easy to install and operate. They're great for offices, man caves, dorm rooms, basements, bar areas, you name it. They make a great gift for Father's Day coming up. Go to SaturdayNeon.com, use the code DNVR for 10% off your order today. Free shipping for orders over $200. All right. It has been interesting watching this run from the heat for a variety of reasons, the upsets that they've been able to pull. It's been crazy, but it's been really weird to watch them because Caleb Martin, a guy we got to see up close and personal in the Mountain West for a couple of years, has just been on an insane run. He's an undrafted player. He wasn't even in the league going into the season. He got a tryout with the heat based on his friendship with Jay Cole. Basically, he was working out in his gym in North Carolina and Jay Cole's gym. And Jay Cole was constantly asking him, why are you not on a roster? Caleb Martin's like, I don't know. And I wish I remember the podcast this was originally on. It's been now mass circulated a bunch of times. But Jay Cole basically hit up somebody on the Heat staff and they arranged a tryout where Martin was able to get an open run workout with the team. Now, fast forward to the playoffs and it's just been this insane run. He arguably should have been the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Really why I brought this up, though, is just that I wanted to illustrate that not everybody's path to the to the NBA is the same. Gabe Vincent, also an undrafted player. And I do want to make it clear that these are very unique. Obviously, with Caleb Martin and the J. Cole line, that's even more unique. But he'd already been in the league with Charlotte. It's not like they found him off the streets, hustle style, or anything like that. But my main point is that not everybody is a first-round draft pick like David Roddy and immediately works their way into the rotation of a playoff team in his rookie season. Sometimes you got to bounce around a little bit and go from team to team and get some run in the G League, potentially even go overseas. I'm hoping that by coming back for his fifth year, Isaiah can avoid at least some of that experience by playing really well, maybe being named conference player of the year, making a run in the tournament, having some moments during March Madness that would most certainly help. And I wouldn't put it past Isaiah to do that. I really wouldn't. He's one of the hardest workers I've ever been around. The dude is a killer in terms of how much of a competitor he is. He's one of the most skilled and savvy players that that I've covered. And while I do concede that there will be some physical limitations, it's hard when you're a six-foot point guard and you don't jump through the ceiling. If we've learned anything from Nikola Jokic, it's that there's multiple ways to get it done. And if you play the game the right way, if you're an unselfish teammate, if you always make the right play, 
there's an opportunity to be really successful, even if you're not a freak athlete per se. And obviously Jokic is a different scenario being seven foot plus 260 pounds. And even his quote unquote lack of athleticism is completely overblown. You can't be that good without being athletic. But I do think we're just preconditioned to players looking a certain way or fitting in a certain box. And at times somebody really unique, somebody really special, they can get overlooked just because they're not the prototype or they don't live up to the status quo. Conversely, though, it only takes one team. It takes one team to believe in you. It took Miami believing in Gabe Vincent. It took Miami believing in Caleb Martin. And your world can change. So, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see how this whole thing plays out with Isaiah. But I certainly wouldn't count him out. The last thing I'll say just about this NBA final series before we talk about some of the great CSU two-man combos just briefly. It's it's not going to be like a big, long segment. Um, it's just that I think it's really funny to see some of the comments from people claiming that this is going to, this is the most boring final series of all time or that nobody cares. First of all, the ratings completely contradict that. The ratings are through the roof. Secondly, unless the only reason you're following the NBA is through the lens of first take or the Chris Mannix storylines of the world where it's all about drama and BS off the court and not the actual sport itself, this series is awesome. Jimmy Butler, Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, these are some of the most clutch playoff performers in the NBA today. Spolstra, Malone, two of the better coaches. Stylistically, you get to see an epic two-man performance with Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, and just in general, I love the way the Nuggets play, so free-flowing, often with the the four-out. And then you have Miami, who is kind of wonky, but also awesome because they play this great defensive zone They have guys that just shoot out of their mind in the playoffs right now. The numbers in the regular season weren't pretty, but they they seem to hit the big shots at the moment. So I guess what I'm saying is if you don't enjoy this series, you're kind of telling on yourself you're not an intelligent basketball fan. The only exception would be if you're a Lakers fan, a Suns fan, a Timberwolves fan, something like that. I, I would understand your position or on the East Coast if you're who they beat, Knicks or, or Bucks fan probably not super stoked on Miami at the moment. But if you're just a fan of the sport, the high-level shot-making, the defensive adjustments, the star power in this series, what more could you ask for? It's two unique teams. It's not... I mean, I guess Miami is it is fairly used to being in the spotlight, but it's not Golden State again. We had, what, Golden State-Cleveland for four straight years. Boston's made multiple finals. It just gets stale. Anyways, that's my two cents on it all. I was thinking to myself, though, with Jamal and Jokic in this epic two-man game they have, who are some of the best two-man duos in CSU sports history? Somebody tweeted, I think it was Tom Green, tweeted out a, a couple of them, and the only one he put was BVP and Cecil. Obviously, you'd have to put Moses and, and Damon, Moses Moreno, Damon Washington, Kevin McDougal as well, uh, Garrett Grayson and Capri Bibbs on the football side. Basketball, Roddy and Stevens, Gian and Emmanuel. Uh, you could go Dorian Green and Pierce Hornung or Wes Eichmeyer and, and Colton Iverson or, or mix those however you want. Ellen Nistrom and Elon Gustafsson on the woman's side. Becky Hammond and Katie Cronin. That might be the go, honestly. But it was just kind of fun jotting that list down. Obviously, there'd be way more. 
that was just kind of spitballing, but it wasn't like a full-on segment idea or anything like that. We're going to wrap up. I'm going to give some thoughts on the NCAA football video game controversy. When you get hurt, though, Backus and Shanker are here to help. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. Free until they win money in your case. No upfront fee to speak with you about your case. No fee while they work on your case. And no fee unless they win your case and win money for you. Backus and Shankers won over $1 billion for their clients, now with even more locations, serving all of Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Backus and Shanker has the strength and power to win your case with more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Backus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can even help if you're injured at work. Call Backus and Shanker at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. Also, FOCO is a leading manufacturer of sports entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. They have the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandoms. It's spring and baseball season. It's a great time to pick up some Aloha shirts. They've got really comfy straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Maybe you want to hook it up with a bobblehead for your dad for Father's Day. I'm a big dork. I love bobbleheads. Anyways, FOCO always has our back for Colorado sports. They'll have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code DNVR for 10% off. All right, all right, all right. Like many of you, a couple years ago, I was static at the news of the NCAA football video game returning. It's my favorite video game from my childhood when it went away. It was devastating. I still can play the game from 10 years ago and have a great time. But it seems like there could be some potential hiccups with it moving forward. Um, Apparently, the vice president of the College Football Players Association is trying to organize a boycott of the deal. Essentially, the players are being offered $500 a piece to be uh, for their name, image, and likeness rights to be in this video game. That's better than what the old deal was, which was they got nothing. But this is a quote from the vice president of the College Football Players Association from a recent On3 article. All current players should boycott this deal. It is an opt-in deal, and they should not opt into it. It is just a ridiculously low amount of money. Given the context and the hype that surrounds this game, when we first heard the number, we're like, all right, that sounds low. Let's go figure it out. We started talking to guys, talked to some of my friends, guys who are still playing in the NFL. So what are the NFL players getting paid for Madden? And the numbers were given from 2019. It was disclosed that they got, I think, about 17000 And a current NFL player told us that he got a check for 28000 for this year for Madden. You should not participate in this. It is a simple cash grab to just try to get you for the lowest amount possible. And it's 1T Partners and all these organizations that don't really represent the player's best interest. Okay. So... A lot to unpack there. First of all, comparing the situation to Madden is ludicrous. Of course, NFL players are going to make more. Their their image is worth more. First of all, there's 32 NFL teams versus, what, 120-plus FBS programs? You have a 52-man roster versus a 90-person roster. And while I say this with all respect intended, Frankly, the status of NFL players makes them more valuable for the video game. Patrick Mahomes is getting recognized anywhere in the country. Aaron Rodgers, 
Peyton Manning, all these guys, they would get recognized any state in the country. How many college football players can you say that about? Look, I have no beef with the players finally having an opportunity to make money. I think NIL is great in that regard. I think there's a lot of issues with it and how unregulated the whole process is, and maybe that's something we'll talk about later on this week. But I don't have beef with players getting compensated, wanting what they're worth. Where this all gets really wonky with NIL, and I've I've seen it play out firsthand, is a lot of these players, they don't really understand their value or lack thereof in terms of marketability. And obviously every situation, every player, it's going to be unique. There are certain guys where it's going to be a different case. Caleb Williams, USC quarterback, Drake May, they're probably worth a lot more than $500. I get that. But do any of their teammates have that same level of status? And if, if they don't even at the big programs, what about these smaller teams? The truth is the $500 that these players would be getting compensated to be in this game, it's probably more than the value that 99.9% of them actually bring for the game. And I'm not saying that to be a jerk or anything like that. It's just the reality of the economics and the situation. Like, I think so many of these players just kind of operate under, well, I'm supposed to get paid big money now, right? And little side tangent here. First of all, what we're seeing, there's a great Bruce Feldman article in The Athletic on this. A lot of the promises, the alleged big money that you hear reports of being thrown around all end up being BS anyways. And these players are only getting a fraction of what they're, what they're being sold. But I personally believe that any type of national boycott that has all these players not wanting to be in the game would be foolish. I, I just think it would be misguided. And it would basically be under the premise that all of these players are supposed to get a whole lot more money. And realistically, I don't know if that's really true. Like, do these players really have leverage in this situation? Because I think the fans would be perfectly content with just having generic rosters so long as you have the ability to edit players, create all our favorite players anyways, just like we did in the past. And I hope I'm not coming off like a jerk in all of this because, again, I don't have beef with the players being compensated. EA wanted to pay the players from the beginning. They just weren't allowed to under the the old rules. But $500, that's fair. That's fair for 99.9% of the players in the game. And if someone like Caleb Williams wants to opt out, well, that's fine. Because guess what? My favorite sports game growing up was MVP Baseball 2005. Barry Bonds, arguably the biggest player in the game at the time, was not in it. He did not agree to have his rights in it. Didn't matter. They put a generic dude in there named John Dowd, who had all of his athletic characteristics, just raked, hit a bunch of home runs, and people still played the game. They loved it. My stance is that every player should have the right to do what they want. If they believe that holding out is is the right thing to do because of the principle of it, go ahead but I don't think any of these fans are really going to care at the end of the day. And also years from now, I genuinely believe a lot of these players that kind of have a misconstrued idea of what their value is, they're going to look back and regret holding out. What a special opportunity it is to be enshrined forever in these video games, especially in this case, the first one back in, in a decade. 
I'll be really interested to see how this all plays out. I'll also be interested to pick the brains of some CSU football players on this when we get to fall camp this August. But I can tell you that the vast majority of the players that I've asked about it over the last decade have said they would rather have the game exist and not make a dime than have the current status, which is just no game, which is no fun for anyone. So I really hope it works out. I think the game would be a huge success, assuming that it isn't a total piece of crap like some of the EA sports games have been the last couple of years. But so long as you have dynasty mode and can do a lot of the things that we played on the games in the past, I, I know people are going to eat it up. I will. But it's going to be a really unique situation, and I'm going to be interested to see what some of these major stars in college football end up doing, what their perspective ends up being in the end. But I think it would be a shame if this game ended up falling through in the end. All right, that's all I've got for this one. Hope everybody is enjoying our week, staying safe out there. There have been some crazy thunderstorms. Like, shake the house loud. But thank you to everybody that continues to support my content. You guys make my dreams come true. Much love, y'all. Peace. What would you say if I told you I'd be the greatest MC that there ever was? And what would you say if I told you that I could take a bunch of kids from the bottom and bring them to number one? And what would you say if I told you and nobody in the Brock and Bush sold out crowd? Damn, that shit is crazy. You probably never make it when you listening to that right now. I said we on now.